Just before we get into today's episode, I want to cast your ears over here to this promo for a few minutes and explain why you might be missing out if you're not using Adobe Express. You've heard of Adobe, right? The chaps that brought you Illustrator, InDesign, and who hasn't been asked? Has this been photoshopped? Adobe is a household name. But have you heard of Adobe Express? I hadn't until the back end of last year, and then, well, I did. Now, I'm not saying that in a few years' time, people will be asking you, where were you when you discovered Adobe Express? But they may ask why you didn't start using it sooner. Using Adobe Express allows endless opportunities to scale up your creatives and improve your efficiency and productivity, as well as anything I've seen or used. Creating and editing all your creative output with more customizable templates than a Rubik's Cube has variations. Well, all right, maybe not 43 quadrillion, but you get the idea. And that is just your basics. It's interoperability between Photoshop and Illustrator. It's a bit of a game changer for workflow management, linking all your assets together. Make changes in one place and boom, all your assets are updated. If you don't want to miss out on any of this, use one of the links in the show notes that will take you to a free trial of Adobe Express. Or why not supersize it and trial the complete Adobe Creative Cloud package, which includes Adobe Express, as you'd imagine. Oh yeah, bonus point. If you're already a Creative Cloud user, Adobe Express is right there waiting for you. Now let's do it. Unfortunately, within construction technology, that is few and far between. We need to invest in better marketing and give it a better rep. Welcome to Construction Disrupted, the ultimate podcast for the construction industry, exploring the limitless possibilities at the dynamic intersection of construction and technology. Wow, that's a mouthful. Delve into the latest topics, news, events, expert insights, and marketing that are shaping the industry right now and in the future. We'll hopefully sprinkle a little bit of humor in there for you as well. I'm your guide, Peter Sumpton, and I run a construction technology marketing agency, Build Different. If you're ready to embrace disruption and unlock the potential of the construction industry, keep on listening and be part of the conversation that's reshaping the future of construction. If you're not, uh, I really wouldn't bother. It's, it's probably not going to be that interesting for you. Whether you're a construction technology professional or just part of the construction industry in general, this podcast is your go-to resource for staying informed, inspired, and of course, connected. Speaking of connected, the best way you can help to support this podcast is by sharing it far and wide and leaving us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts. Right then, let's go and build different and get disruptive. All right, you got me. We kind of have a vested interest in this one because it's what we do. It's our bread and butter. Honestly, this episode could go on for hours. So let's, no, no, let, let's not do that. I'll keep it as short and simple as I possibly can. But this is integral to success in construction technology. It's marketing within that industry. A critical linchpin 
in the success for any organization that plies its trade in that industry. And we're going to go through the ways that marketing can really help enhance your organization. Let's start with a shocking statement to grab your attention, shall we? I'm going to say that marketing within construction technology is not critical. I know, I know, but it's not critical because it's not being implemented correctly. And therefore, the marketing efforts for a lot of organizations in our industry just isn't bearing fruit. It's important to remember that over two thirds of marketers within construction think that marketing's, well, shite. And over half of those believe that it's the lack of investment in internal resources that is prohibiting them from progressing. But for this episode, let's say you do have marketing in place. Let's say you do have the right marketers that understand that foundational knowledge and can add that layer of creativity on top of that foundational structure that is vital for success. Then how instrumental can marketing be within your construction technology organization? You know, scrap that. Just construction in general. No, scrap that. Just just any industry, any marketing in general. How critical can it be for an organization? Well, let's take a look. What we're going to do is dive into five core marketing principles. And we can see just how critical the work will be in looking at those five core principles. Now, although there's an abundance of foundational marketing knowledge that's needed from diagnosis of current marketing factors, internal auditing of marketing output, the development of a strategic plan and strategic intent, and the implementation stage for that strategy to be applied to the business, we're going to focus on five core principles here, the tactical execution of marketing. And we're going to start with product, be it a SaaS or a physical product. Marketing is your gateway to developing better solutions for your target market's problems. This is where it all starts. And if you're not solving a problem, you might as well be creating art. And that's just the finishing touches of any construction project, let alone for construction technology. Art and creativity come on top of solving problems. The creativity is what breaks through and gets attention. But if we haven't got the right product to solve the right solution for our target market, we're not doing ourselves any justice. And you see, the thing is, marketing is the only department, and argue all you want, but it's the only department that has a critical eye on clients' needs. The organization solutions and the communication between the two. And if you add impartiality, if marketing can sit there and be impartial and see it from a client's perspective, you're winning. What so often happens in our industry is marketing or the department of marketing is left out of any product development. They're told to communicate the features and benefits of new products that R&D have developed. And it's too late to get them involved then. It's too late to understand what clients, potential clients and consumers actually want in your product and services. I've worked with some great companies and they actually start by talking to their clients. And even when they're developing the product, every step they're asking what's good, bad, indifferent, particularly in a SaaS company, where it's so easy to share that development. Yes, you'll need an NDA, but it's critical to get that feedback. Invite clients in. 
Invite them to test, amend, give you feedback as you develop the right product to solve problems. Number two is price. Now, Rory Sutherland is quoted as saying that poor promotion is discounting your pricing, and you don't need a degree to do that. Any fool can cut the price of something, and he's bang right. Cutting pricing simply means you haven't got your pricing right in the first place. So let's not do that. If you're discounting, all that tells a potential client is that there's wiggle room for a reduction in the price. Stay firm, get your pricing correct, and marketing can help. Your price point can actually make or break you. But how do you know if you've got your pricing correct? It can be tricky. You price it too high, people think it's out of their reach. You price it too low, and it almost devalues what you're doing. Now, there's a few things we can do here, and it depends what you want to achieve, what your outcome is. Are you looking for profit? Are you looking for turnover? Are you looking for market share? That immediately impacts how you price through market and competitor analysis. We can start to analyze what the pricing structure should actually be and how we should work out that pricing structure. Do we look at what profit we want to make off each sale? Do we look where the break-even point is in the future? Do we look at how much it costs for a physical product to be produced and how much margin we want to make on those products? There are various ways, and marketing should be at the table in these discussions, not just to look at a pricing and be told to discount it. That will not work. It only ends devaluing a product. So please don't do that. Number three is customer journey. Now, the better you understand the customer journey, the better you can cater for their needs throughout the entire journey. Now, the belief used to be that there were various stages through a customer's journey. And what we understand now is that it's so sporadic because there's so many touch points and so much information out there that it's really difficult to get a customer journey in place. I personally believe there are still specific stages you go through be it buying a pint of milk or buying a car, you go through the same stages. Yes, there are so many touch points to consider, but you psychologically go through the same stages at different speeds at different times, but they are still the same stages. Now, what are these stages I hear you ask? Or maybe you didn't, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Exploration, consideration, cognition, conversion, and connection. Now, we're not going to go through each one today. That's not the purpose of this podcast. The purpose of this section of the podcast is to tell you that your customer journey is massively important and we need to map it out. If you think of anything you've ever purchased, you will have gone through those stages. And if you think of anything you've ever purchased, the more seamless, the less friction that is part of that purchase, the easier it is to go through your customer journey. And that is critical. In construction and construction technology, this is very complex because it's B2B. And within B2B, you're dealing with not only multiple people from a single organization, you're dealing with multiple target markets, buyers, users, owners, developers, beneficiaries, and so on. Using marketing to better understand each one of those journeys, and there will be different nuances. Some of them will be very similar, but there will be different nuances in those journeys, what channels they use, what content they need at certain stages throughout that journey. In understanding it, you'll be able to deliver the right solution to their problem, provide the right information 
to highlight the fact that your product is the right solution for their problem. And a quick note on the conversion part of that customer journey. It's the critical juncture. And like I said previously, the more frictionless we can make it, the better. I love to use an analogy here with a jar of cookies. If you have a jar of cookies on a table with the lid closed and a plate of cookies on the table open to anyone, the majority of people will take one from the plate. But why? If you think about it, it's probably drier. It won't taste good. You don't know who's touched it, but there's less friction. And that is why you need your customer journey, particularly the point of conversion, to be as frictionless as possible. And marketing are the ones that can diagnose how to do that and implement it. Two for one, if you like. Okay, number four is promotion. Promotion and creative, two very different things. There's the promotion of the actual product or service, which is critical. And then the creative that sits on top of the promotion. And that might change per channel, but it's marketing that will deliver that. It's probably the main thing that marketing is known before. But these other four things that go with marketing are just as critical. Promotion is just one part of it. And if you focus just on that, it will end up being pretty poor because all the other elements feed into this. Now, unfortunately, within construction, because marketing has been given a bad rap, or at least I believe it has, I think most of marketers would agree with me. Then the output can be shit again. It can be shit. And we see this time and time again. It's bland, it's dull, it's boring. It just sits in with everything else. You need to stand out. That's what creativity is. That's what it allows you to do. Gain that attention. If I just say the alphabet, I won't do it all. But if I just say A, B, C, D, there's nothing stand out about that. But if I say... A, B, C, D. Which is the standout letter? B. Shout the loudest. Be the most creative. But creativity isn't enough, though. You need to understand your target market. You need to understand the customer journey. You need to understand what creativity works on various channels. And there are a bucket load. Don't just think digitally here. Think more traditional. You know, TV's not dead, print's not dead, radio's not dead, outdoor's not dead, exhibitions aren't dead, PR isn't dead, face-to-face -face communication, direct marketing isn't dead. On a traditional sense, post-mail isn't dead. I could go on. I won't. It's whatever works for a particular part of your customer journey, whatever stands out. And I know what you're saying, a lot of those things, which I've just mentioned there that aren't dead, plus digital, which we're all thinking, we are all thinking, is all dependent on a budget. And during turbulent times, that budget can be cut. It can be reduced. It can be zero. Now, that's not to say things cannot still be done for you to shout the loudest and be noticed. We just have to think and be more creative with what we do. Now, the issue or the mistake we always have is that in these turbulent times, when it looks like the market is in decline, now is the time to strike. It's easier to build a share of voice and an excess share of voice at that. And it's been proven time and time again. When the market's down, you invest in marketing, you invest in promotion, you invest in getting in front of your clients. And through history, it's shown 
that you will, at the end, when it's more prosperous of a market, you will have an excess share of voice to where you once were. In fact, brands have been proven to bounce back quicker. Well-known brands that have been invested in have been proven to bounce back quicker than those that don't invest. And finally, the brand. As most construction technology companies are founded as startups, it can be difficult to justify spending on brand building. Similar to promotion spend, but promotion is more instantaneous for short-term sales, where brand is about building a brand for long-term success. But it warrants its own section here because it's massively important. As if we just focus on the short-term, as soon as we stop investing in that short-term, everything starts to die off. We can't rely on a brand because it doesn't exist. Now, I'm not saying that it will be hugely famous as well-known brands we all know and love today. But within your own niche, within your target market, you will become known. And it's not just that from a brand perspective. Brand building are multipliers here. You can warrant a higher price, better visibility, shorter sales cycles, better investor opportunities, and they can all be attributed to creating a well-known brand. So focus on brand building, but for a particular reason. Are you looking for investment? Are you looking for sales? Are you looking for brand awareness? Which one is it? Because that will determine what promotional elements you look to create. As you can see, this is all linked together. And hey, let's face it, who out of all our listeners now do not want to be well-established in a market, well-known in a market? When somebody thinks of a particular service they need, you are front of mind. That mental availability needs to be there, and that's only done by driving a brand home. Let's wrap it up, shall we? It could be said that all work done by marketing is critical, and is if you've chosen the right person, the right people, or the right <clears throat> agency, build different. It just fundamentally is, as long as you're using that foundational knowledge and sprinkle creativity on top. Unfortunately, within construction technology, that is few and far between. We need to invest in better marketing and give it a better rep. Whichever category you find yourself in, please make sure that marketing is a critical part of your business growth. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day and giving this a listen. If you want to chat further about anything you've heard on today's episode, have a topic or technology you'd like me to cover, or simply want to say, hiya, you'll find me on LinkedIn or through the emails, peter at builddifferent.marketing. Stay disruptive.